Welcome to MedTech Speed to Data, a KeyTech podcast. I'm your host, Andy Rogers, VP of Business Development at KeyTech. Each month, me and a KeyTecher are going to interview a MedTech leader and talk to them about the critical data-driven decisions they make in their programs. Hey everybody, welcome back to MedTech Speed to Data, KeyTech podcast. I'm your host, Andy Rogers, along with Jake Copperthwaite, Senior EE and Partner here at KeyTech. Jake, welcome back. Hey Andy, it's good to be with you again. Yeah, um, man, it seems like yesterday we, we did this really interesting interview with Steve Schaefer, CEO of CoolTech. Um, very impressive guy, as I mentioned, you know, uh, fundraised billions of dollars with a B <laughs> and, uh, or, or, or transactions with a B. Um, so, you know, very experienced gentleman in med tech specifically. Um, one thing, one main takeaway I took, you know, from that interview was, you know, he has his why pretty well defined, you know, med, med device development in my mind is a pretty noble cause to begin with. But the fact that, you know, when I asked him what, why is he in this business? He had a, a pretty open shut, you know, explanation with his colleague, uh, who, you know, died of, I believe it was cancer and, um, you know, just got the wrong therapy, caught it too late and, you know, could have saved his life if he had gotten, you know, caught it earlier, obviously, and, and used the right therapy. So if that's not a, a why, I don't know what is. And then after that with his, with his folks. So, um, you know, always good to interview people and, and, and understand, you know, why they're in this business. Um, and also great to see, you know, and hear that, uh, the, the cool stat platform and the other one, the, my helper, you know, they're on their way to, to, to market. So pretty exciting. Yeah. And obviously Steve has a ton of experience and I, I think, um, we learned a few things from him. Uh, that's for sure. So it was great to have him on. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, we'll talk a lot about this, you know, here in this episode, I think the, the main lesson, you know, I, I learned, um, certainly we're doing this, uh, in our line of work, but just hearing it from the leader of this startup company that's raised millions of dollars is, you know, you have to design these platforms, these products that are going into trials ultimately right before going to market, you really have to design them with flexibility and, and thinking about it, you know, as a platform, you know, because inevitably you're going to, you know, work with an outside partner or build the product yourself, design and build your product yourself and put it out in the real world. And, you know, not surprisingly, there's, there's going to be challenges. There's going to be changes that need to be made. And, um, you know, like he was talking about the, um, you know, their, their nasal cannula, the disposable, having to change the way in which they apply the high flow, you know, low humidity air therapy from in both um, nostrils and out through the mouth to in one nostril and out the other. Uh, that's a pretty significant change in, in your therapy. Um, and, uh, you know, if, and, and he, he made that pivot successfully, they are making that pivot successfully, but, you know, definitely, you know, you know, in talking with you after that interview brought up, you know, a couple different areas or, or I guess ways in which you can, um, you know, design these products as, as a platform. So, I mean, you really, at the end of the day, you want to design these products where if you need to make a change, you don't have to go back to the drawing board. It's sort of like planning 101 and implementation 101. But I guess, Jake, you know, since you've been at KeyTech for, for longer than I have, uh, see, I'm, I'm, I'm approaching 16 years. Uh, you're, you're a year or two ahead of me. I've lost count at this point, but you know, in your experience, you know, how have you seen products be, uh, developed, uh, with flexibility in mind broadly, more specifically, maybe just as a platform so that you can, 
accommodate these changes as they as they're required. First of all, you're doing a clinical trial for a reason, and that's because you might not know exactly what you're going to get for data. So you've got to be able to change things on the fly. Um, and you know, you can't spend years or, or even months doing that. Oh, when you think uh, about configurability, um, you know, the, the obvious place to start is software. Uh, when you design a platform, you got to make sure that you have a process for making software upgrades. Um, can you do it on site? Uh, can you do it remotely? What sort of testing is needed? How long is it going to take? Um, you need to keep all that in mind. The other thing with software is you need to plan ahead for what might change. So either use configuration files or variables, um, make sure that it allows you to adjust, adjust those as needed. And when you make those adjustments, you don't want to be introducing new issues. You know, for example, let's say that you increase the flow rate of a device like CoolStat. Um, you don't want to be all of a sudden getting a lot of pressure sensor alarms because of that change. So you need to think of think ahead when you change something, what's the impact? Have you addressed it? Is it going to be okay? Um, and then finally with software is, is um, data logging. Um, you want to get as much data as you can. Uh, even things that you think you might not need, you may decide later it's useful data. So always err on the side of logging more data uh, rather than less. Um, second area would be electrical. Um, so with electrical design, you want to make you want to leave room for changes and upgrades. Um, things like the power supply, make sure that you can not only provide enough power for the system at the time, but if you add features to that platform later, will you be able to power those? Um, things like maybe thermal control. Is your device running hot already? And will it run hotter if you add something new? You want to make sure that you have some overhead there. Um, another thing you can do is include hooks on your circuit boards for sensors and actuators. Uh, if you decide you need to add more sensors, you've already got it built into your circuit board, and then it's really just a matter of plugging them in. The last area would be mechanical. Uh, I think to build a platform, you want to think about modularity. So, you know, can you change parts of the hardware um, without impacting the entire device? Can you take a module, swap in a new one, and get the functionality that you need um, from that new module? And I think uh, Steve had a good example of that where he was able to change only the tube set uh, to adapt the way that the air was reaching uh, the user's nostrils as opposed to changing the entire system, including the hardware. Um, and then lastly, you want to be thinking about serviceability. So with a platform, if you're going to, if you're going to need to change it, you want to be able to open it up, get in there, change components, swap things out without damaging anything or without having a hard time putting it back together. So you want to think about avoiding things like glues, um, and, and other mechanisms that would prevent, uh, serviceability and excess. Yeah. Those are great points, Jake. And I, I would add, um, it's a little bit harder to sort of give concrete examples, but from a user perspective, you know, before you get into a trial, you're going to do preformative evaluations and um, you're going to put different product anatomies in front of potential end users and, and let them tell you what the ideal product architecture and use case should be so that when you get in the trial, you know, your, your changes are very technical or related to the actual therapy you're applying and not not how a user puts on a mask or you know um, loads up a GUI or you know, engages with a GUI. You want to lock that in early while the costs are low um, by doing your preformative evaluations and uh, doing them doing them thoroughly. Um, any other areas, Jake? I mean, I, I guess another thing to think about is whenever you're designing a platform and you're trying to include flexibility, you've got to think, you know, what's the extra effort? There's like right, there's pros and cons of everything. You can't have it all. 
So if you're designing in these extra hooks in your on your circuit boards, if you're making sure that your software is easily uh, reconfigured, it's going to take some extra effort. Um, so you're going to spend that time up front to get that stuff right, but it's going to pay dividends down the road. It's you know way more difficult to make those changes later on if you haven't built those hooks in originally. So uh, I think at KeyTech, we would always recommend making sure that you've planned ahead uh, when you're doing the design early. The CoolStat is a great example of developing a product as a platform so that you can make pivots along the way. You know, the therapy was changed, you know, the consumable changed slightly, and they were able to make those changes and kind of keep going with the trial. Um, you know, another kind of more extreme example we'll talk about in the next episode uh, is is how the CoolStat platform was used as a means to conduct a trial for a completely different therapy. You know, this is for migraines, for their MyHelper platform. So we'll get into that in another episode. So for now, uh, Jake, thanks for joining the, the, the interview and, and this uh, post-show chat. And uh, we'll talk to everybody soon. Thanks a lot, Andy. We'll talk again in a bit. Thanks for tuning in to MedTech Speed to Data, a key tech podcast. Join us each month for more ways to get the right data faster to inform critical decisions. Find additional resources on our website, keytechinc.com. If you like this episode, don't forget to subscribe and please leave a review on iTunes whenever you listen. Thanks.